This year marks the 50th anniversary of Vancouver's biggest boxing match, Muhammad Ali versus George Shavalo, on May 1st, 1972. This week, Global BC Sports Director Squire Barnes prepared a report about Ali's preparation for his fight against Shavalo at the Pacific Coliseum. Now, when Squire went to look for footage uh, in the Global BC Library, he found nothing in the video files. While he kept looking, he is a persistent fellow. What he found, though, was pretty special. Joining me now is uh, Squire Barnes. Squire, thank you for speaking to us today. No problem. Well, how did this story come about uh, on the news hour the other night? A fascinating uh, uh, just visuals of uh, Muhammad Ali, George Shavalo at a, in a different era uh, in Vancouver. How did it come about? Well, it first came about through a friend of mine in the boxing community um, who had met a guy at a funeral of all things. And this guy was the son of of a man who used to own a boxing gym in North Vancouver, which no longer exists, and, and the man has since passed away. But when Muhammad Ali was fighting George Chevallo in Vancouver, which was May 1st of 1972, in the week before the fight, Ali and George Chevallo both trained at this gym, which was called the Northwest Eagles, I think, Boxing Club, and it was on 4th and Chesterfield. It's no longer there. It's now an apartment building. And he said his younger brother or one of his brothers, I should say, had been given permission by Ali's people to take as many photos as he wanted. I guess he was an amateur photographer at his high school in North Van, and he went around and took all these photos. So he said, we'll give you all these photos if you want to do a story on this, and we'll tell you the story. And then it sort of developed from there, as you know, in television. It's like, hey, wait a minute, we can add to this. And we started digging around the archives here at BCTV Global. I say BCTV because... All the old films is back when we were BCTV. And we found two films, one of Ali and Chevallo, I think at the Bayshore, holding a joint press conference on a couch in front of a bunch of people. And the other was Ali in North Vancouver chopping a tree, which was part of his training regimen. And he had to do this secretly, I guess, because it probably wasn't, even though it's Ali, people uh, in the city of North Van didn't want people chopping down their trees. And we got permission to follow him with our camera that day and, and film him doing that. Let's listen to a little bit of Ali chopping wood and then uh, a segment with uh, uh, the press conference with Shivalo. Take a listen. He Thank don't you. say nothing in my presence. It's an insult for fighters to talk when I'm talking. So I found out why Ma was overweight. Living in the hotels, um, it's just impossible for me to resist French toast. And to work some of that French toast off, Muhammad Ali would go to the forest in North Vancouver, chop wood, and trash talk Chevallo. George Chevallo won't fall. I'll make him fall. Sugar Ray fell. Joe Lewis fell. Joe Frazier fell. I fell. George Chevallo is going to fall. If it's in my power... He's like, oh. Squire, it's, it is amazing when you when you think of Ali uh, in the North Shore chopping wood. Just I, there's just no way anybody would attempt that today. I'm guessing, but it it truly is a different era, wasn't it? Oh, it truly was. And and as I said, even though it was Ali, I'm sure they had to do it in secret. It wasn't like Ali went on the side of Highway 1 and started chopping a tree. He had to find a place, or someone helped him find a place where nobody was around. And the, and the great thing about it was we had our camera there, obviously. Ali was not just chopping wood, but he was putting on a show, as he would always do, you know, trash-talking George Chevallo, because George Chevallo never fell in a fight. No one could knock him down. 
So while Ali is chopping the tree, you can hear him saying all these famous fighters have been knocked down in the ring, including himself. Chevallo is going to be knocked down. But I don't know if he not, he never did knock down Chevallo, and I'm not sure he knocked down that tree either. Wow. Uh, where did he stay when he was training here? I think he stayed at the Bayshore Hotel, which interestingly enough, at that same time, had Howard Hughes in it oh. in April of 72. So Howard Hughes stayed at the Bayshore, I think, for six months. There was a story in Sports Illustrated magazine about the fight in 1972, and the story was quite extensive. And what it said was Murray Pezum was the promoter of the fight, and Murray actually lost his shirt because only about 8,000 fans went to the fight at the Coliseum. But Murray, apparently, in this article, was sending tickets to Howard Hughes and inviting him to these pre-fight parties, hoping he would come. And when you think about it, Jazz, it's interesting. You had two of the most famous people in the world at that time in the same hotel. One was the ultimate introvert, and the other was the ultimate extrovert. (laughs) What's the chance of something like that happening ever again here in Vancouver? I mean, you have some well-known boxers, but... Uh, boxing is a different type of sport now and competes against MMA, I guess. You can't replicate that today, can you? I don't think you could. No, Ali was a one-off. And, and, you know, Ali, everybody knew who he was. Even people who didn't follow boxing or care about boxing knew who Muhammad Ali was. And there is no fighter, either in MMA or in boxing, that reaches that height. I remember recently there was Conor McGregor, when he was big in MMA, Someone on a press conference said to him, oh, you're kind of like Muhammad Ali. And even he stopped them. No, he said, I'm not Muhammad Ali. Don't ever compare me to him. He is the greatest. You'll never see that again. That was a one-off. And it, it is odd now that you think about it and Ali's legacy that only half the Coliseum was full that night for an Ali fight. And George Chevallo was a well-known Canadian boxer as well. But one of the stories was that the Seattle TV stations were able to run the fight live on television, which, of course, could be seen in Vancouver. So what's the point of going to the fight if you could just watch it on TV? Yeah, wow. So Murray Pezum did lose a lot of money there. Wow. Yeah, Murray lost his shirt on that one. It was a great idea, and I'm sure so glad he, you know, he, he gave Vancouver that piece of history that you can't take away from us. But unfortunately for Murray, <laughs> uh, that wasn't a winner. Um, did it take you long to find that film canister? Because I, I know I've, I've obviously been in the Global BC Library uh, a lot of times, and um, and they do have these separate, in those days, in the 70s, everything was shot on film. It wasn't even um, a videotape at the time, so it was film. Did it take you long to find that canister? Uh, yeah. It was like an archaeological dig, <laughs> basically. It really is. I mean, there... If, there are two libraries at, at Global. One is a tape library, and tape sort of came into being uh, for cameras, I think, in the early 80s. Everything else is film. The great thing about film is it holds up better. Like, there, you, you see some things that are on tape that look terrible now because the tape just breaks and someone told me the oxidation falls off. I don't even know what that means, but yeah. it, sounds, it sounds impressive to say it. <laughs> but film will hold up. The problem is... You have to go back in this room where I think there are a lot of cobwebs and maybe mice. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's a little freaky. But there are boxes and boxes and boxes at our station that have years written on them, 1965, 1973, 1975. And you have to open up the boxes and sort of dig around and try to find the right date and then open the film canister and hope that someone back in the day has put in a sheet of paper with um, what's on the film. That's how you do it. <laughs> well, it's very it old mu- school. Well, it's it mu- fun when you find it, though. It is. It's like yeah. it must be like discovering dinosaur bones, you know, for 
something for paleontologists. Like, look, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Look, well, Ali chopping trees. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the press conference and the, the chopping of the tree, I, I thought that was just fabulous. And it's a bit of history for this city, that, that's for sure. I really enjoyed uh, watching this story. Squire, thank you so much for your time today, my friend. No, thank you. That, of course, is Squire Barnes, Global BC Sports Director and Anchor, and uh, I guess <laughs> video paleontologist. He found a canister of film at Global BC, and lo and behold, it was the old uh, press conference with Muhammad Ali and George Shafalo from 1972, and, of course, uh, footage of some of that training, which included Muhammad Ali chopping wood in North Vancouver.